0: hello well, what is that it's
1: your stargate
0: so you guys hate my intros but how great would it have been if i said something in egyptian that's all i'm gonna oh, say. oh you it okay. would have been Go so ahead. cool uh no you missed out miss school you,
2: <laughs> you miss school you miss out fair the famous
1: phrase fair enough today what are we doing
2: well, welcome to Movie Club, everybody. Mm-hmm. Rocco, Derek, and Sean here. Today we're talking about the nineteen ninety-four hit film Stargate.
1: Mm-hmm. This was a hit, right? It was it, a I, huge hit.
2: Really? Okay, uh, yeah. I didn't look up the box yeah, office. I did up, surprisingly.
1: The the budget for this was fifty-five million, but it made hundred and ninety-six million dollars. Yeah, I didn't That's know a that. lot. Wow. I
0: mean, I heard about it a lot, but I never knew if it was, you know, on that level. Um, I also what wasn't this like? This movie was the precursor to like
1: Independence Day, right? Wasn't yes. made by the same dude. Roland Emmerich made this before Independence and Day, and this that set him correct. up for that correct. kind of okay. That okay. is correct.
0: Yeah, I didn't know the timeline. He for proved some
1: reason. that he could make a box office hit. Mm. Uh, this movie has spawned other movies, but also a TV shows, and which I've never yeah. seen. I, I never cared mm. about all that nonsense.
2: Yeah, can yeah. only imagine how boring those shows are. <laughs> I
1: went. Here's the thing. I went. So, Rocco said he couldn't find this. He doesn't have Netflix. And they didn't have it literally anywhere else. Yeah. Like Netflix had some kind of exclusivity on this fucking I, movie.
0: But I've never heard of that. You know, typically, if a streaming service has exclusivity, it's like, okay, well, it's not on Hulu. It's not on Disney+, Plus, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a movie not...
1: I couldn't buy it anywhere. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. in any format. So, uh, I went to a, a thrift store looking for, like, maybe, maybe... And they had, I think, about 500 copies of Stargate SG-1. Oh. But they did not have Stargate.
0: That, so that's what I was going to say was, I was even just Googling it. Like, let's just see what I can find. You know, maybe there's people talking about this. Even if you Google Stargate, it is SG-1 shit. Yeah. All the first page. I'm like, hey, guys, there was a there was a movie. Just, hello, hi, there was a movie. Yeah. Um, It was
2: weird. Yeah, was, was SG-1 a TV show? Yes. Yeah. And I you know, With MacGyver in it or whatever. To me
1: oh. I I hey, huge Star Trek nut over here. SG1 was too dorky. Uh, and I yeah. was like, I don't want to get involved in yeah. that. And I don't know what it is about it that made me feel like this is nerdy and too is too far gone. The the only uh, connection
0: I have ever had to Stargate SG-1, the series, is that one of the dudes in it, I forget the name of the actor, but he played Kratos in God of War, mm. and he was at EXPCon uh, one year, and I talked with him, and he was very nice. Okay. That's all I know about SG-1. So nice I'm guy.
1: going to say that admittedly, I am watching this movie with little kid eyes. I saw this in theaters in 94. Oh, you did? I did. And... I have seen this movie a million times as a kid and not since the late 90s have I seen this movie. So I was curious like how do I feel about this movie now? Is it a good movie or was I just a dumb little kid? I I don't know. So we'll find out today what I what I really thought. Um I should I
0: should correct you, Sean. We mm. we did watch this on VHS once in the early two thousands. Oh shit. Okay. Two
1: thousand one. I watched it with Rocco. At
0: your mom's place, for some reason, <laughs> I think you were watching it or, or staying there or something. Okay. And uh and we did watch it there. Fair enough. I think I fell asleep as soon as they walked through the oh the surrogate. The Star Game. So that's about all. I remember that French Stuart. I yeah. remember French Stewart saying, What a rush. That is literally all I remembered from that viewing. Yeah.
2: I had never seen this movie. I had always, uh, always been interested in seeing Stargate. Um, yeah, you know it spawned these TV shows. I'll tell you what I have seen though: Disney's Atlantis, yeah. Fate of the Empire, whatever. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. Is it just me, or are these the exact same movie? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I never saw the whole movie. No. A- anybody out there seen both of these films?
1: I've not seen. Yeah, these yeah, are
2: these are the they animated Stargate. And called it Atlantis. <laughs> same main character, same side characters, Wow. same story, Whoa. same scenes, same plot beats. It was, I like really? thought I was going crazy. Really? I didn't My know girlfriend seen Joy, that shouts yeah. out, she loves Atlantis. She's seen it a hundred times and she was watching Stargate with me being like, oh, it's the, it's the main character from Atlantis with the hair and the glasses. Oh, he's like in the rain, like getting a deal with this rich person. Oh, he has all his scrolls. He's going to a military meeting. Like this is the what same. The this is the same movie. You know, I've seen. I haven't seen that movie, but I've seen a lot
0: of those images that you're talking
2: yeah. about. Yeah, like like. And then yeah, they I like can... send this military guy through, and he has his whole hidden agenda. And I was like, what the? Did Roland Emmerich get a writing credit on Atlantis? That's very weird. No, wow. he didn't. But there's a conspiracy here afoot. So hey, look mm-hmm. into that.
0: Hey, out there, it's probably. If there's a conspiracy out there, it's probably on the same page as Lion King and Kimba the White Lion. This wouldn't That wouldn't be the first time a movie was Uh-oh. replicated.
2: Oh. They, Disney
0: has been known for, at least back then, there, were, there was a record well, for that.
2: Well, so. they definitely stole this movie and animated it. And honestly, and it sounds like
1: they didn't do a good job hiding the fact that they stole it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: but kudos to Disney because I actually think Atlantis is a better movie than Stargate. Well, there oh. so, go. they, I'm going to come we out the gate we can, and say it. Mm-hmm. Better animation. At okay, least. okay. Yeah.
1: fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let's get into it. Let's let's figure out what it is that bored Derek and maybe enthralled me as a kid. What is this? I haven't given my opinion. So oh, you yeah. Know, you don't know where I'm going to I don't know where you're going to land. One. I don't um, know where I'm going to land, to be real. So. I
0: was. Thr- I, w- I will say up front, man, I was so glad you picked this. French Stewart's first movie. I. Just, it was his first movie? Oh, first, yeah. I, he, I mean, he tore up Third Rock, Rock from the Sun, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but he it, had never taken over the cinema world.
2: Yeah, here he did it. Jay Davidson's last movie. Oh. Who who was that? Jay Davidson won an Academy Award for acting in the movie The Crying Game. Oh, is that the the leader of the... Which was his first movie. Oh. And then he got cast in the bad guy of this film and did not enjoy the process at all. So he quit acting forever. Uh, Academy Award winning actor quit acting because this was their second movie. I didn't Uh, know
1: that. I do know that... uh, uh, they had nipple piercings in and didn't want to take them out, and so all the costumes had to like hide the nipples for that Whoa. reason.
0: Why? The, who cares? Leave men,
1: you're, you're, it's weird. Just it's a weird, weird. Uh, Emma was like in love, and she was like, "This is the most beautiful person I've ever seen." Like this, like like huh. very pretty. Okay, wow, wow. the, the K. Okay. They're trying to like kill people. Well, you yeah, know, that's beauty's kind of beauty twisted. They, get, they, they got, said they like, took up. Of, you know, that alien absorbed a body of a, just a boy. So it says the movie. So, mm-hmm. you know. Well, Emma should check out The Crying Game. I'll tell her to. I think she, if she likes Jay Davidson, she's going to get more that she could handle. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll let her know.
2: That well. might be the next movie we do. Okay. Um, I'll think about that one. Fair enough. Okay. okay well, uh, yeah, let's, uh, we'll, we'll sum up Scar Date, Stargate, whatever oh. it is. And uh, we're going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, maybe you want to check it out. Um the movie opens in like a flashback to Egypt, mm-hmm. like 1928, and they find this stargate buried in the ground. It's pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> you hated this movie.
2: <laughs> I actually was down for it. I was like, "Yo, it's cool." <laughs>
1: oh my god. I mean, it just
2: felt like s- stuff I'd seen already that I liked. So I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. cool. It's like Indiana Jones, you know." Sure. They got the cars, they got, like, the people uh, building stuff, You and, know, and then they dig a Stargate out of the ground. I'm like, obviously they're going to dig the Stargate out it's of the ground.
1: this what, wasn't what, your favorite film we watched on that, which is fine. I do think that you're not alone. Um, I know James Spader has gone on the record saying that uh, there's times you get a role as an actor to act, and there are times you do it to get a fucking paycheck, and this was a, a, quote, fucking paycheck that James Spader is like, you know, I just... I was actually
2: super down with the movie when it started. Okay.
1: Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a problem with the movie. Mm. I I was going along with it. Um, But, I mean, I just felt like over time, well, we'll get into it. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: I was just going to say, though, in regards to, yeah, it's opening, they're excavating, all that stuff. Just reminded me to say, I did think, I thought this then and I think it now, it was very clever of them to make a movie with this angle to it where – I. I don't know if you guys are going to, if I say this, you guys are going to be like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, Rocco. But I feel like in the 90s, w- whether it was TV specials that were on, like, Fox and things, it felt like there were a lot of, it, so we had a renewed interest in, like, the pyramids. I, Where yes. did they come from? You know, and, and it started getting into ancient alien stuff. You know, did, the, were they, did they know there were, were there aliens that helped build the pyramid? I feel like I saw a lot of TV specials about that. It was just the rise of conspiracies around ancient Egypt and things like that. I started to see that a lot as a kid. So I always thought it was really brilliant that they made a movie that fucking tapped directly into that. Like, mm-hmm. yo, there's like some otherworldly shit and these. These Marines are gonna fucking meet it head on, you know. Like as a kid, I love that concept. As a
1: kid, I liked this movie because I was into the 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 Egypt stuff. Yeah, like I had a little like um, King Tut like little mantle by my bed. I liked all of it. I thought it was really cool and interesting. Yeah. So this Um, movie, this you know, whatever.
2: You know, I think every generation kind of goes through a phase where they get obsessed with Egypt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a book that was written in the 70s called chariots of the gods which was really famous for kind of introducing the ancient alien idea yeah. so that was like 20 years before stargate i think like in this movie reminded me of indiana jones uh with this opening sure, it reminded sure, me like yeah. kind of, of the opening of the exorcist uh hmm. yeah all movies that i like it was a genre yeah. film i was like okay yeah. it's this type of movie yeah stargate's the type of movie where um It's a Michael Crichton novel, yeah, but it's not written by Michael Crichton. I could see that. Some nerd, some scientist who is so smart that he can't get a job, because that (laughs) always happens, (laughs) uh, gets hired by the government because they're like, you're so smart, you need a job. We got a job. We don't have any smart people. So they bring the smart guy along, and they show him this mysterious thing that they found. Maybe they found it at the bottom of the ocean. Maybe it crash landed from space. In this case, they dug it out of the desert in Egypt nobody knows how to turn this thing on except for this guy and suddenly it's like wow we have a doorway to another world we need to assemble a team and go through it and see what we find
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: that's just a type of movie uh, that I like that's a good movie like yeah. mm-hmm. setup I feel like they did that with the uh, the abyss and mm-hmm. aliens um the second one you know yeah 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 and I, I, I will
0: say I do think they ha- they balanced it a little better. When they did Independence Day, where it was a lot of like different types of vulnerable people, you know what I mean? I feel like this movie you you had the, the the brainy guy that no one wants to hire, but and then the rest were kind of like the Marines. I feel like Independence Day worked maybe a little better because it had such a more eclectic mix of different types of people, and at the you end know? they all come together. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, from the from the drunk uh, airplane dude to the president. You know what I mean? Right. Like you had the whole width of. So maybe that's why that worked better, but mm-hmm. that's just a thought.
1: I can see that.
2: So they find this stargate in uh, the desert. And then we flash forward like mm, forty years, eighty years, whatever. We come to the modern 90s. day. Yeah, mm-hmm. modern day for nineteen ninety six. Actually, the movie came out in nineteen ninety four, but it takes place in nineteen ninety six, which oh. I always think is like an interesting like.
1: I yeah, for some reason, fucking love that. Like, when I was a kid, I loved, like, oh, it's the future, but not this could still happen. Like, yeah. I don't know what that is. It just yeah. gives you a little wiggle room. It's not right. present. It's the not-too-distant future. Right, yeah. exactly. How about that?
2: Uh, James Spader plays a doctor named uh, Milo. I'm sorry. I mean Daniel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Milo's from Atlantis. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's talking about Egypt shit. I don't even know what he's talking about in this speech. He's basically <laughs>
1: saying... Uh, I think he was talking yeah. about how You've seen the movie 20 times? I have seen the movie 20 times. I think he's saying that like the um, all the writings and stuff that people were doing about this were wrong and they maybe thinks that aliens had something to do with it. Like there's some there's some weird thing afoot, you know. There's something up. Wasn't he going through all the symbols at this point? Yes, all the symbols. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. trying to figure out what they all mean.
2: Yeah. Everybody walks out on him cuz they think he's full of shit except for one old lady who invites him to um, pursue a project with the government. Then we meet this general named uh, Kurt Douglas.
1: I got it. I'll get it. I have it printed just for that reason. Uh, Colonel Jonathan Jack O'Neill. they call him there's a lot of names they there. call him yeah yeah they, do. <laughs> they call him Jack though good wait so it's Daniel Jackson and Jack O'Neill. Daniel oh my God it is Daniel Jackson Jonathan Jack O'Neill. his name was my oh. name too.
2: yeah interesting. And then the, the leader of the people is Jack Jacqueline. No, I'm just kidding. How many times can they say Jack? Uh, the dude's about to kill himself because his, his uh, kid killed
1: himself. Now, here's the thing. I was wondering this time, was he going to kill himself or was he just playing with the gun that his son killed himself with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was he just holding it? Just playing with it? No, hold, like, just holding it, being just sad. Just around. You yeah. know, he was just standing there looking at a picture of his son, holding the gun that I assume killed yeah. his kid. Yeah. yeah. Was he
2: planning on killing himself or May- just playing maybe? with the gun?
1: Maybe he was just holding it, being super sad. We don't know if it was loaded. I mean, uh, he's probably going to kill himself. Yeah, he was definitely planning on killing himself. The whole character is a self-destructive character arc. Yeah. He doesn't... His hair looked way cooler in this scene than any other part of the movie, I thought. Oh. Super long. Hard surf-
2: disagree. Oh, dude. Dude. All right, so Kurt Russell is gonna off himself, but then the government's like, "No, wait, we have a cool job for you. Come on to this secret military base." When he shows up, he has the most guile-looking haircut. It is guile, yeah, one hundred percent. It's He's about like sonic the boom, biggest that flat top. I watched that and I was like, "I want to get a military flat top from 1994. <laughs> that thing looks rad. He, he should have been Guile in the
0: Street Fighter movie. Well, well, you know, yeah, Guile was like the all-American soldier guy, you know. And they had a French dude play him. That yeah. doesn't that Didn't doesn't that make come
2: sense. Ninety four uh, as well. Maybe? Maybe he's in this movie. Yeah, he I was busy. Know. Yeah, that's true. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, they have this other scientist there who's like a famous character actor, and he's in a lot of comedy movies. He's always like the neurotic uncle. Like, oh, yeah. you
1: haven't called your grandma forever.
2: But I can't remember. uh what
1: the hell? I have his... Uh, does that make... No, I can't figure out who it is.
2: Okay, but what else is this guy in? He's in so much
1: stuff. I I want to say it was uh, like a Robin Williams movie, but I don't know if that's. He's correct. in so many things. Mm. Fuck! Can you just pull up Richard his pic- Kind? Can you just pull up his picture and put it oh, on the TV? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I
1: can. It's probably Richard Kind because yeah, everybody Richard at home
2: kind. is gonna know uh, this guy's face.
1: Let me just one second. Don't mind me. Richard Kind.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be that guy, right? This dude. Yep, it's Richard Kind. Yeah. It's just, coming. Just Google Richard Kind if well, you're. Well, it's if late if Everyone you're at home. For Sean. Get your Richard Kind content loaded up. <laughs> yeah. James Spader shows up and he's like, You translated the hieroglyphs wrong. And Richard Kind is like, nah, nah, that, that, that's Not bad. Poss- that's not possible, James Spader. That, 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 we, we, we've been working on this for six months.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. That's what he says. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I did it.
2: Yeah, of course he's much younger uh, in this film. No.
1: Okay, yeah, he's much younger. Like Anyways, uh,
2: you know, it's classic. You fucked up. You thought it said doorway to the stars, but it actually said Stargate. Um Ooh. And then there's uh you know, something about like they need it's not that I'm failing to recall the movie. I'm yeah. struggling to describe the movie. Okay. Because I know what happened. They need... They they can't open up the Stargate because it's like, we only have six glyphs, but we need seven glyphs. You gotta have the seventh and, glyph. We need a seventh symbol. And the seventh chevron is locked in, and, ba- and basically they've been translating these hieroglyphs, and James Spader finds out that they correspond to star constellations, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, it's an address. If you triangulate all the stars and draw a line through them, it'll give you the exact
1: point that the Stargate's gonna send you to. Now... I will be the first to admit, and this was cool. I was down with the movie. It doesn't make sense, though. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. Wait, I, don't I care. agree. I agree with you. You know, he's looking for the the seventh symbol, and they find the seventh symbol. But to me, it's like, well, the this, Stargate this has all the symbols on it, so you know, yeah. By the power of deduction, you could figure out the seventh symbol. Yeah, I was kind of try all of them until you get the one that's not it. I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of not following on on this. But. Later on, they're looking for symbols again to get back home. Yeah, spoiler. But uh, that makes that's more of a problem because you don't know the order at all. But if you know like the, yeah. the general order up until the seventh one, I don't know. <laughs> I, they could have figured it out before yeah. James Spader is what Come I'm on, saying. Come on, no excuses. Yeah,
2: they literally say, this guy figured out in two weeks what we couldn't figure out in six months. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, well, let's show him the device. And lo and behold, they have the Stargate from Egypt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And they put the symbols in. Yeah guess what what this thing turns on mm. and it starts shaking the whole room tables start rumbling uh it's pretty iconic when it turns on I remember seeing commercials yeah. of that like water
1: waterfall cool. coming
2: out that, of the Stargate I yeah. was
0: gonna say that's a great practical effect that they yeah. use like the surface of water shot a certain way. To be like the portal going through. That that's like a well done
2: practical. Yeah. yeah. The effects in this movie are pretty impressive, even all these years later, you know. Yeah. 25 years later.
1: You know, even uh later on when you get to like those like sand animal beast things, those are not those are puppets. Yeah. Which is cool. Like yeah. I'm glad that they didn't do some CG. I guess that was right before I was right around Jurassic Park Time, so they could have tried something, but they didn't. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. But even Jurassic Park, they did. Or, I'm sorry.
0: You just said, uh, no, Independence Day was later and even bigger budget. And they still, there's a lot of models. Yeah, those
1: Aliens and in Independence Day could have been CG, but
0: they yeah, were. Yeah, and there's some CG in it, but really, there's a lot of, you know, the, the all the effects houses in the world were still accustomed to practical. You know, it took a while before anybody was comfortable CG. Which I kind CG. of like
1: the idea, like, okay, maybe this, this, this ships. CG. Yeah. But you open it up and the alien side is practical. Yeah, That's way yeah. better to me than have it all be Yeah. CG. Anyways. Anyways, I'm going on tangent here.
2: Um yeah, I thought the movie was uh, awesome, you know, up until this point they turn the stargate on, they send like a robot bomb uh probe through, you know, like one of those uh bomb robots. Yeah. Yeah. And they Hell lose yeah. contact with it. Um and then they start talking about like well we can't send anybody through the stargate because we need somebody to find the codes to send people back. And James Spader is like, well, I could do that. And they're like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm positive. Like, okay, you're on the team. And they assemble a team of Marines to go through the Stargate. Where does the Stargate go? We don't know. Goes to the other side of the universe. This Mm -hmm. is interesting. Mm -hmm. We lost contact with the probe. Okay, cool.
1: I, can I be real, Derek? Yeah. I am so excited to find out what in this movie not like where you lost steam because okay because everything you're saying sounds like you're enjoying it so far but i can tell by your cadence that is not yeah. going to stay that way well yeah. you're going to be disappointed oh, yeah. oh. okay <laughs> didn't like the puppet animal
2: <laughs> puppet, <laughs> animal, was cool. puppet <laughs> animal was cool puppet
1: animal was cool oh fuck see i don't know where it's going to be what, what's going to happen anyways all right um so they all go through the stargate
2: and it's kind of like a uh, galaxy quest sure you know, <laughs> when they get beamed up to the <laughs> ship yeah <laughs>
0: For a second, I was like, "I'm sorry,"
2: but Stargate did it first. Stargate did it first, yep. but Galaxy Quest did it funnier. There you so, go. I, I don't. You had French Stewart in this one. That's still pretty. <laughs> yeah, cool. sorry, pretty close. When yeah. they come out on the other side of the Stargate, they're like inside a pyramid in on a desert planet. You know, it's like Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. And then they go outside and it's like, "Wow, this is a big pyramid here." All right. <laughs> um. And then they're like, "Okay, let's go home." Mm-hmm. which well, automatically i'm like what <laughs> why the fuck did you come out here like yeah oh oh it's a planet all right let's go back to earth
0: it it reminded me of uh national lampoon's vacation uh okay well, are we gonna see the grand canyon that's well, right uh, we
2: saw it yeah Basically. Okay. let's go like, like they, similar vibes where does this fucking portal lead they go through it oh it's a it's a desert all right let's go back
1: we are on Should, the other pla- planet somewhere else in the galaxy. Nobody is excited about like
2: the, the the accomplishment for all of mankind that they've just like literally you found a, pyri- a pyramid on a distant planet and, and you alone have the doorway to it and nobody seems excited about that. It's like, oh, they're going to be serving lunch soon. Can we get back to Earth? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Should we stop Pearl Harbor? It's right. Th- oh,
0: the <laughs> storm. Storm's open. It. Let, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we got similar vibes across the sure. movie club movies uh, nowadays. Anyway.
2: Uh, so then they're like, let's go back, James Spader. <laughs> this is great. You said you could get us back. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I, I did. Yikes. I did say that. I thought the symbols
1: would be here. Yeah.
2: He's like, I thought I would be able to send us back, but turns out I can't.
1: Yeah. And as I said earlier, this makes more sense for several reasons why you wouldn't be able to send someone back. They had this crazy fucking computer system. To put in the things for the Stargate last time. Yeah. They don't have that this time. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're, how they, how they thought they were Honestly, do Honestly,
2: it's a major plot hole because oh, yeah. the Stargate on Earth is uh, attached to this, yeah, power grid. Yep. The Stargate on this planet is not attached to anything. So yeah. how does it get its power? I think right. they had to retroactively like explain that in the TV show.
1: Oh, I looked up oh. did. Oh, what did they do in the TV show? Do you uh, know
2: they said that? Yeah, there was a different like ancient device that it was like a stone device that it was connected to that was actually powering it. Oh, So they didn't need to Classic. use conventional electricity. They had like magic electricity.
0: Dude, dude, I was reading all kinds of stuff about them retconning things. Oh, they retconned the so show. much. They yeah. say
2: you need seven glyphs uh, in the movie, but you need eight glyphs in the show. <laughs> oh. Um, the
0: eighth glyph, of course.
2: Because they say, oh, they also say in the movie that this planet is in a different galaxy, but in the show it's in the Milky Way galaxy. Oh. And then that's that's why you need eight glyphs to go to a different galaxy. They just start changing shit for no reason. Well, yeah. I was
0: going to say, yeah, the thing that I heard about was when they were originally screening this movie, they, people didn't think the villain was scary enough. So they just went in and made his eyes glow. They just did an optical <laughs> effect to make his eyes glow. Okay. And then in the TV show, they like, well, okay, now's our chance to explain why it was like that. Yeah. And so it was that. Well, that's how you could tell someone's from a certain planet is their eyes glow like that. Like, it was just like, they just, just oh my god! Just explained. It's not that uh, this
2: show sucks. I read that when they did the original cut of this movie, none of the, um, later on in this film, we meet space Egyptians Yes. And none of the space Egyptians dialogue was subtitled in the original cut of the movie and the oh the the bad guys eyes didn't glow mm-hmm. and so audiences had no idea what was going on? Well, yeah, they didn't know that they were in space. They thought that they had traveled back in time, like eight thousand years. Yeah. Well, I did
1: read that. I maybe it was Mexico. The translation for the movie Stargate wasn't that. It was like the like, time star or the star in time or something. It said time somewhere yeah, in yeah. the translation of the title. So, so everyone's really assuming went back you. to ancient Egypt. Yeah, yeah. So That's they fucked that up. Hilarious. <laughs>
2: uh, so they landed a pyramid, and then they're like. All right, well, we're here. We got to stay for a while. Let's find signs of civilization. And the Marines are like, no. Let's just uh, set Classic up. Classic Marines. Let's just set up a base and, <laughs> and sit here. I really don't understand the plan of like, let's set up base camp and not do anything. Mm-hmm. But that's the plan.
1: Also, I thought like, well, why did they even have the stuff for the base camp? without they just coming back after an hour.
2: I didn't even think of that. That is such a good <laughs> fucking point. They brought like a whole caravan worth of shit to go, oh, it's a desert. Let's go home. Oh, we can't. All right. Build base camp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the plan was there. Yeah. Honestly, they could have used a scene where they tell the Marines, this is what you're going to do. And this is the mission. And then you kind of have an expectation and you can see everything go wrong. Right. I'm just
1: thinking about this now. Yeah, that, that even would been, they could have said, like, <laughs> worst case scenario, we have supplies for you just in case. But yeah. we won't need those. Yeah, sure. But
2: I was still on board with the movie.
1: Okay, okay. I was still
2: enjoying it. Sure. Uh, James Spader, everybody hates him, obviously. <laughs> you said you could get us home, fucking dweeb. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so he goes for a walk. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, as I you gotta, do when, you're, when you're visiting a foreign planet yeah. and your friends hate you. <laughs>
1: well, hey, I, res- I respond to that because you guys know that sometimes I just wander off because I'm curious what's around that corner. So I just yeah. like, and he's on a brand new world. Yeah, he's a scientist. Yeah, of course he's going to go check some shit out while they're just doing their normal marine stuff playing cards. Yeah. yeah. You're All on a new fucking planet. Right. All right, if you've
2: never seen Stargate, if you've never seen it, I'm going to play a game with you right now. Take a second. Guess what James Spader finds on this walk? Five, four, three, two, one. Are you ready? Yeah. A space horse. Uh huh. He finds an alien horse mm-hmm. or
1: a cow. I don't know what the fuck that looks like. Camel looking. Uh, it's the Maybe uh, camel. it's the
2: ugliest looking alien horse ever. Very he finds a character from the Dark Crystal. It really Let me yes. say yes. that. Yes. If I saw an alien animal, I would not go up and start trying to, like, pet it and feed it. Now, see,
1: he has the point, and I got to agree with James on this one. There's a saddle, and it's bridled. That means it's tamed. I
2: wouldn't even get close enough. Bro, I'm on an alien desert planet, and there's something the size of a horse, but bigger, and it looks uglier. I ain't getting close to check yeah, out. If you see a really? the saddle,
1: they'll think, well, that's probably, t- it's fine. Yeah. I gotta
0: call this what it is, Derek saying if he saw a space horse he'd get away from it. Derek DeGrasse Tyson here, just sucked the <laughs> sucked the fun out of that discovery, didn't he? Wow,
2: mm-hmm. smartest guy in the using room. science to kill the fun. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, he does. It. There is a saddle on it. Um, Kurt Douglas and a couple other Marines come up. Their names are Ferretti and. Kowalski. There's always a Kowalski. gotta have a Kowalski. (laughs) They come up like guns blazing, ready to shoot this horse. Uh, But James Spader is like, no, don't look. It's got a saddle. It's a sign of civilization. Then the horse gets scared. It's a, it's like a monster and it starts running and his leg gets caught in the saddle. Crazy. This, again, is like Indiana Jones. All right. A yeah. little, little yeah. goofy. A little goofy. Sure. It drags him uh, across the desert for like four hours or something. <laughs> There's no way a nerd like James Spader could have survived. survived that. This <laughs> really <being>, soft <laughs> sand. Being drawn uh, across the dunes. I mean, he would have drowned in sand the way that they were doing this. The effect was actually really impressive, and I looked up that they just put a costume on a horse. Oh, so okay, good good for them. Yeah, hope the horse was comfortable.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Probably more playing. comfortable than what was that Conan when they were like tripping them and. <laughs> oh <him>. man! Yeah, <laughs> the poor horses. But,
2: uh, they made a better movie with that one. <laughs> well, you know,
0: you don't know. Yeah, who
2: knows? Um, the, the horse drags them all the way to a village, uh, and it's like huge. I mean, I say village, but it's really more it's a city. Yeah, it's really more like a city, but the people there are not. Advanced technologically, they're like a uh,
1: tribal mm-hmm. race of people. But I do like that they're all human. That's fun, you know. Yeah, well, that plays into it the sure story. Does. Yeah, yeah. See, I disagree. I
0: think it would if they were like Fraggle Rock looking kind of people, that would have been cooler, mm. like puppets. But teaches them
2: Um. Then we have a great scene, another classic scene where the Marines from Earth try to make contact with these aliens. Uh, you know, but they don't speak the same language. And it's like, oh, try to communicate with him, nerd. And he goes up and he's like, hi, uh, hello. And they see that he has an Egyptian necklace with the eye of Ra on it, and they all, like, start bowing to him. Mm -hmm. And then that's uh, their friends.
1: Well, yeah, I think they're friends, but they're also, like, they think that they don't know if he works for Ra or what the deal is, so they're just, like, giving him the royal treatment. As if.
2: Now, I have to say, the movie is weird and it's bold because this race <laughs> of,
1: of uh, space peasants,
2: they don't yeah. speak English, and they never speak English throughout the entire movie.
1: Yes. I'm going to clear some foot space here, if you don't yeah. mind. <laughs>
2: They never learn English throughout the entire movie, and uh, kudos. You know, it's you never see... It's rare you see a movie where they just have a made-up language and they just don't even tell you what these people are saying. True. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here is where I slowly started to lose interest in the movie. Okay. Um, So they're here in this town, and uh, I don't know. It, like, stopped being an adventure. Yeah. It stopped being an adventure. Yeah. They just are, like, in this town. Oh, yeah, your necklace. Same symbol. Whoa. Your clothes are strange. Yeah. Is that a, is that a the guy got a lighter? Like Kurt Douglas is yeah. showing off a lighter. Yeah, yeah,
0: it kind of becomes pedestrian a little bit, you know?
2: Sure. They, uh, Yeah.
0: There's a lot of stories that I love until they start to feel like A story I've seen a million times before. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When they're fucking, like, perfect example, the lighter thing, they're fucking around. Well, I've never seen that. Whoa, look
2: what it's like. I just,
0: I've seen that. They have dinner.
2: Oh, the food looks weird. Yeah. I'm going to eat it. Mm. Tastes like chicken. Literally, it says, Tastes like chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this. Going
0: through all that stuff to me feels like going through uh, Batman's parents dying in a movie again. You know what I mean? That same feeling of like, yeah. Right, got it. Right, we've gone through this. Okay, so um, I agree with you. I yeah, it just felt a little bit like
2: tastes like. Let's get through this as fast Um, as we can. The leader, who's the leader of this group? He's a famous character actor too. I don't know. I've seen him in stuff. The the leader of the tribe. Oh, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in. um, Was he he in Independence
1: Day? um, Yeah,
2: he was. I, I believe he was.
1: Why was he? Yeah, was he the. Oh, my. No. No. no, no, no that's Harvey Fearstein. That's Harvey. No, that's
0: har- no, no. but he was another dude who worked at the cable company or
1: something I think he I thought. was. Anyways, you, you would
2: recognize him if you saw him. He's,
1: uh, Eric Avari is his real name. Yeah. Kusoff, the local leader of the people living in.
2: Yeah, he just. Yeah. he Kudos to him. He speaks in a made up language the whole movie, which is bold. Yeah. Uh, he's the leader, and James Spader has this cool necklace. So he's like, mm, have sex with my daughter. And James Spader's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, but. But thank you. Um, But then James Spader like bonds with the daughter, by the way, same plot as Atlantis. Uh, And the daughter takes him to this temple where he can find some hieroglyphs. Now, I've skipped over some parts here. James Spader tried to write some hieroglyphs in the sand and everybody like wiped it out. And it's become clear that like written language is like outlawed here. Mm -hmm. And we don't really know why. Then the soldiers who were at base camp outside the pyramid where the Stargate is that they came through, it has a big pyramid-like spaceship descend and land on top of it, a pyramid on top of a pyramid.
1: I, real talk, loved this as a kid. I thought it was so cool that the pyramids were just the landing devices for like this spaceship, and that's why the pyramids existed. Like That, to me, was like, oh, this is the shit.
2: That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And the way that they all fit in together, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it appears as if all the Marines are killed, but they're not.
1: Don't worry. They're <laughs> not. They wouldn't do that.
2: Um, then James Spader and Kurt Russell go back, like, we let's go back to home base, and they find that all the Marines are missing, and then they get attacked as well, and finally our bad guys have shown up. A little late, but, you know, mm-hmm. better late than never. Yeah. The bad guys are all the Egyptian gods, Ra, Horus, Anubis, Osiris. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they're here. I don't <laughs> know why they've come to at this moment.
1: That is a good question that is never answered. Why? I always thought maybe because the star gate was activated again and they yeah. sensed that. And they're, okay. oh, they're using it. I'm going to see what yeah. the fuck's yeah. up. It there. lit up. Yeah. That's,
2: Probably the most likely reason, but yeah. they they don't really they don't explain say. it. No. When James Spader is hanging out with the with the girl from the tribe, he basically finds um some written hieroglyphs in there, and they're ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, and he's able to communicate with her and basically like learns the native language. The dialect is a little different, so she helps him translate the words, but they he learns how to speak. And he gets this story about what happened. And here's the backstory of Stargate. Uh, the Egyptian gods are actually ancient aliens, and they went to ancient Egypt and they built the Stargate to be a portal from Earth to this planet, so that they could have humans from Earth come to this planet as slave labor
1: to mine mineral that I think the ship is made out of the alien ship or that are something right? Like yeah, they or need that or,
2: py- or build pyramids here or just do do manual labor mm-hmm. or something.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: Um, But the people of Earth didn't like that. And they had an uprising where they fought back and were able to close the Stargate. And so the people on this planet are the descendants of those Earth slaves. And writing has been outlawed so that these people can never know the history of what happened. Never know about the rebellion on Earth. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they never get inspired to have Mm -hmm. their own rebellion. Which makes sense. You'd never, you'd never throw off a tyrannical government <laughs> unless you read a book about somebody doing it eight thousand years ago. You gotta the, the a, idea would never occur to you.
0: You got to have the literature, you know. Otherwise, yeah, you're just gonna keep. Yeah. I'm
1: watching it now, though. It's like they're so, you know, adamant. Like, don't write. But it's like, who's, who's enforcing that? I know that Ra shows up here, but like, uh, they're just so. There's terrified no police of Ra's power. or anything. Yeah, I guess. so. I guess mm-hmm. they think that he'll just know.
2: Yeah. Somebody uh, online in a review put out a good point like the raw and all the Osiris and Egyptian gods already have the ability to travel through space and time and construct pyramid landing pads on distant planets and establish stargates. What do they need manual labor for? Like they mm. can apparently already accomplish all this stuff. You know, it's just
0: a little help now and then just yeah. it goes a long way. It's well, probably better you know, for the
2: economy. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: it saves money. You know, Comic-Con makes a lot of money, but they still have volunteers to help, uh, you know, with the booths. And, and they don't pay them sometimes. either. Yeah. Yeah, they're
2: volunteers. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Uh, okay, it, so. it helps. Now I understand slave labor. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, so you also find out that Raw was a dying alien who put himself into the body of a human so he could preserve his life. Mm-hmm. And the idea here is that human bodies are really easy to repair with this alien technology. Yes. Okay, this is where the movie really started kind of dragging for me. Okay. Because it just kind of slowed down and just kind of got really boring. I, I don't know. Personally, hmm. they're okay. Now the bad guys have shown up, and the bad guys have like these sticks that shoot lasers, but. Yeah, not good. That's not good. I don't know. They don't do it. What do they do with these sticks that shoot lasers? They're kind of just like stunning people and being like, get on your knees and worship raw. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> nah, you doing it.
1: Yeah, I, I I, don't know. I I like this part. I also like you know them going out on their, their Egyptian spaceships or like fighter jets or whatever and shooting up that yeah. city because they're mad about, you know. I what don't did, know. What were they mad about again? Why did they do that? Uh, Something about... James Spader pissed him off, you know? Like, he wore that raw necklace, and they're like, there can only be one raw... false god kind of stuff. Who the fuck are you? I'm going to show you what's up, and then he
2: bombed them. So he sends out these fighter jets to go blow up his own own slave labor force. Yeah, well, he's got to keep the fear alive in them, you know? Yeah, by killing all of them. And he sends out these fighter jets that are clearly pulled by strings. Well, (laughs) they are... I was watch this on netflix just so you could see these toys on strings flying <laughs> around did you notice the strings i, I never have never. dude that they were so obvious in like two wires on either side or sometimes yeah. it would be like two wires uh, tied to one wire they're just like whipping it around and Hell stuff. yeah i do want to
0: say actually to before i forget to your point about watching it i mean the only way you can really watch it in hd right now is netflix but uh this movie is a great example too of the remastering process where like you really got to look at the quality of the footage. Like when they're just walking around talking quality is very good, but then it'll be what's his face with the glowing eyes. He'll be talking. Oh, yeah. The footage gets very dirty and it's because they still weren't really using computers on a lot of these effects. Some of them they were, but they would use optical printers and shit to stack layers of film on top of each other to add the effect. So that footage, they can't upscale at the same. It's all dirt. It's like shit on top of shit. Whereas they can go to the camera negative if it's just two people talking. So if you watch it on Netflix, you could see once it gets dirty, you know, they're going to do some big effect. It's fun to watch that because well, it's like, clearly they don't have the original. It said it's assets.
1: leaving Netflix on March 31st. And I don't know yeah. what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah, like, so is so it just going to be, be gone or is it going to be everyone can now like, you know, I don't yeah. know. Is some, maybe yeah. some like, exclusivity deals we said before. I don't know. Yeah,
2: that's really weird. All right. Yeah. Now, anyway. now I'm going to get fucking crazy. Okay. Kurt Douglas, he brought a nuke.
1: Now, that is crazy. Yeah, he did it. Smart.
2: Smart. And I guess secretly he was just going to bring a nuke. He tells him, like, yeah, I had my own secret mission, which was uh, if there's any bad stuff on this side of the portal, nuke it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, (laughs) bad idea because now the bad guys have a nuke. That's why you don't don't bring it to the playing
0: field, you know.
2: That's kind of like, I feel like that we've switched genres at this point. Like this was like a cool sci-fi Indiana Jones adventure, and now it's like we have to stop the bad guys from from, with their bomb. It just turned into like a cheesy action movie. Do, Do you
0: know what it reminded me of? Personally, I don't know if you'll find this example relatable. Do you remember? I'm gonna, you know, I may come off like a normie here. I'm gonna reference The Office. Do you remember when Michael Scott would go to the, his improv classes and always pull out a gun? Yes. Yeah. And they'd be like, yo, Michael, every time we do improv a scene, you pull out a gun. He's like, well, you can't go higher than a gun. Someone brings a gun into the scene. You and it's like, yeah, that's why you're ruining every, you don't need to go that far. Right. Uh, it was cracking me up at this point because uh, who, who's the, I forget, Roland Emmerich, is he the director? Yeah. Yeah. He's the director, but doesn't he always work with a certain writer? Well, uh, either,
1: he, Dean Devlin.
0: Yeah. I feel like Independence Day did the same thing where it was like they had to get nukes and we got to bring the fucking nukes in, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's like you have to like, oh, this is an action movie. It's got to go to this level. And yeah, it did not feel necessary in this one at all. You know, it just kind of felt like I agree with you completely what you're saying it loses that Indiana Jones wistfulness and mm-hmm. kind of becomes...
2: Yeah, the god Ra, his plan now is, I'm going to use the Stargate to send the nuke back to Earth, but I'm going to pack it with all my magical space metal that I've been mining on this planet, and it's going to amplify
1: this nuke by a hundred times. Right. Because he's so I, pissed about what happened and before, with uh, like the uprising on Earth, that he wants to get back and destroy Earth. Is... Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Because yeah.
0: for some reason, I felt like I spaced during this part, and I'm like, why does he want to blow up Earth? Because he's pissed about what happened before. Okay.
1: Now, I don't know how it works. I don't know why he couldn't just get to Earth himself and blow and up Fuck Earth it up. Maybe it's so far away. It says the other side of the universe, and yeah. so maybe it's so far away that he couldn't do well, it.
2: Listen to this. Why did these guys show up to begin with if it's really like, yo, this Stargate is finally activated? Wouldn't that be like we could resume collecting all of our slaves? That's, that's from what Earth? I thought. That's what I didn't get. But, why we blow it but up? But that it's like, nah, we're gonna teach you guys a lesson and kill you all. It's like, yeah, I didn't understand. What that. is the point here? Mm. Yeah, What's, I was definitely lost on that. What do you? What's your end goal? What started this? It, we just kind of are along for the ride, I, but yeah. we don't know how we got here and we don't know where we're going.
0: That's what I thought it was going to be. Was that they have they take over that portal and start? Flooding into our world, like, yo, we're taking more people to, you know, yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be.
1: And it's like, nah, we're going to nuke you. I mean, here's, I mean, there are hundreds of plot holes in this movie. (laughs) There are, um, you know, and that's definitely one of them. That's one that is glaring. Like, what, why, yeah, dude. And I I read that they wanted to make you uncomfortable. And so I'm going to say mission fucking accomplished, but having those kids wearing that. Like raws little slave kids around, wherein like practically nothing was like, yo, these poor child actors did not get paid enough. What parent signs up for this to let their kid dress like this? You know what's funny is like I didn't even notice that. No, I didn't notice like
2: there were children there, but I didn't look at their costumes.
1: No, I didn't, and I certainly
2: wasn't looking at their asses,
1: (laughs) Derek. All you saw was kid bunners. It was like I didn't, I (laughs) didn't even, I didn't see even one. They had what like the Princess Leia uh, Return of the Jedi thing yeah. on like front and back, but like that was it. These are like, kids are practically naked walking huh. around. It was like, oh what the fuck?
2: Yeah, like, to be a, fair, I, I may have just been kind of falling asleep at this point.
1: Yeah, but maybe. I
2: was just like watching and being like, yeah, They had these weird wrong. ass
1: haircuts, but then they had these like <laughs> really the like the kids
2: were bald. I did notice that the children were bald.
1: Scantily cl- clad children like uh that's weird. I don't know. I don't like this. But well, then in describing wanted, that it does sound they want yeah, to make weird. you very uncomfortable. And it did. I didn't like it at all.
2: You got to try harder to make me uncomfortable. Yeah, geez, Derek over here. Fucking couple of kids in a bathing suit. I I don't get stimulated <laughs> by that shit. Sorry. Fucking, I don't know, chain them up and start beating them with whips and shit. Like, now you got a movie on your hands. Now, this movie
0: did have a, a fast food tie-in with Subway, and I don't know what that was about, <laughs> but I didn't read up on that. But kind of interesting.
2: Also, um, this movie mostly uh, appeals to children. Yes. And I don't think children would pick up on that either.
1: I, as a kid, didn't like it. Like, it made me, I hated it as a kid. Interesting. Like, I, I remember seeing that costume, like, oh, like, it was just weird to me. Hmm, hmm, so, I as just an adult, thought just, was also I, just, I just
2: thought that that was like the Egyptian garb. I yeah. don't know. Like, sure. I mean, they're space Egyptians. Like, they dress weird.
1: If the kids would have been wearing like <laughs> pants and shirts, I would have felt much better. But I did not feel comfortable watching that scene, which I guess they didn't want. I, d- I didn't you. feel like anybody
2: in the movie, by the way, ever came off as a child predator. I don't think that that well, was like I a, don't think... Uh, French Stewart. Yeah, French
1: Stewart. No, I didn't think that either. I just felt like the it was a weird choice to have this kids wear that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I also read the trivia
2: like, yeah, we put naked kids in the movie that make people feel uncomfortable. Well, see? There you <laughs> go. I'm like, But they're just kind of like standing in the background like while a much more prominent character is like talking. So mm-hmm. um, it went over my head. Okay. That's <laughs> all I'll say. Fair um, enough. Um... So, here's uh, here's another genius plan on the part of the space Egyptians. They're like, hmm, space marines. Yeah, that's no good. We got to kill these guys. Mm-hmm. We're not going to kill them, though. That, hey, We're going to make James Spader kill. We're going to make him kill them. About okay. everyone. Yeah, that's a good
0: way to get around it. So, mm-hmm. then it's
2: it's like, yeah. They can't just do it. They have to make a big spectacle out of it. So, they get everybody on the planet to come to the pyramid, and they put all the marines down on their knees, and then they give James Spader a weapon.
1: Yeah. Uh, One of the energy spears, Literally, like,
2: Horace gives him his own, like, magical weapon staff. What the fuck did they think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? You're probably right. James Spader doesn't kill his friends and shoots the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Duh. Whoa. That's crazy. Twist. And then all of the um, natives are inspired. By the way, like five Marines came through the the Stargate, but they like gave all their weapons and helmets and stuff to the locals. But it seems like way more than five locals are now decked out in like, in like military well, fatigues. Okay. Okay. I know it's only like five, but it I, seems like way more I than five. I agree,
1: but then my thought is like, well, maybe with those supplies that went through with those tents, there was more weapons. I don't know.
2: You could be right. More, more helmets. You might be right on Um on that. So after James Spader starts shooting the bad guys, everybody starts shooting the bad guys with machine guns. James Spader has a pistol. This is one of those movies where they never run out of bullets. Mm-hmm and it was i think this is one of the most agrarious examples of that where like they came to a a planet and james Spader just has a pistol and he's like bap 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 running bap 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 i'm like how many fucking bullets does this guy have <laughs> like you're not even carrying bullets on you you're you have like glasses and like a fucking button up shirt like
1: how are you reloading i don't know um Oh man, this part right here, though, when like the aliens are trying to you know kill everyone, there's like a, the war. The there's like a guy I don't know who he even is, but like he's one of the natives people there, and he's like I think he's mentally challenged. Honestly, he seems like he's kind of like the slower. Dude, he's like a a uh, uh, short statured person. I mm. think a little a little person. You know, is he? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I think so. And then they kind of. Portray him like he has mental issues. I'm not. I'm not 100% on. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I always took. Yeah, kind of. And this is where that character dies. And I cried in the theater when that happened. I was so sad. Yeah, that they, that happened. they
2: blow this character I was up. devastated <laughs> they, when they, I was 10 not, years not, old. I was not so only sad. Do they, not only do they kill him, <laughs> they fucking annihilate this guy. <laughs> yeah. he's Sorry, just, it's not funny. He's, it's funny. It's funny. He's the most like non-threatening combatant. Sweetest per- character the whole movie. And he's like running uh, with, like, uh, with like a Marine's helmet on and then you just see like BOOM! <laughs> and, then, like, <laughs> and then this helmet just comes tumbling out motion. of the smoke. Oh, oh.
1: Don't you hate that? Dude, they, I tur- did. They, tur- they reduced him to dust. That made me so sad as a kid. Holy shit. I didn't cry a lot in movies as a kid, and that this was one of them. That I was me. That was me
0: with that one Ewok in Return. Oh, of Jedi. that's also terrible. That
1: was that was that my was version of yeah, yeah. I get that. Sure. War as hell. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's basically
2: <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert: they they beat the space Egyptians, and then the space Egyptians flee the planet, uh, and the nuke is going to go off, but they teleport the nuke onto the spaceship and blow it up
1: oh man and at the same time they go i have an idea that's cute
2: yeah
0: um i I do feel like we're kind of glazing over the important stuff here though yeah uh kurt russell fights the guy and says uh give my regards to king tut you asshole yes that we don't want to gloss over that that's true the movie, to me, kind of existed to get to that line.
2: Kurt Russell's great in this movie. James yeah. Spader's great in this movie, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, they blow up the the ship, and then everybody
1: wants to go home, but James Spader's like, no, I'm going to stay. With that girl. Because he's in he love with the girl. He finally has a girl that likes him. I would say, too, about James Spader. He had nothing on Earth. <laughs> just take the girl
2: back to Earth. You're no. gonna you You have just discovered an alien planet and yeah. an alien race you're the most intelligent person on this crew your <laughs> life's work has been dedicated to this you could return to earth and be the most famous man on the planet no. like, the wealth oh, so awaiting you there I the technology you could bring back with you you would change history forever but he's like nah, i'm gonna bang this i'm chick.
1: telling you no way that plays out if he goes back it's you know everything you just did top secret no one can ever know about it the end like they wouldn't, it would not be a fun, true, true good thing. argument. We're not going to let this world know what happened here. Those people who went home couldn't talk about it to anyone. I'm, I guarantee you. Yeah. Cause they didn't understand French it. Stewart.
0: He didn't yeah, say French Stewart got fucking silenced when mm-hmm. he got back for sure. Yeah. They were like, we're going to send you the fucking third rock from the sun on that one.
2: Uh, I do love that you don't even see them go back to Earth. They just step through the Stargate, and then it's like the end. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. Because you don't know yeah, what shit ch- show is waiting for them when they get back. They all got killed by black ops snipers. Keep the operation silent. I will yeah. say, though, this movie's score, I think, rules. I think the song is great. And I liked it then. I like it now.
0: Good, good adventure movie score. Mm-hmm. You know, another movie I feel that way about... Not a good movie, but Waterworld saw that. great adventure movie score. If you heard the score on its own, you'd be like, "This sounds like an adventure movie. I got to see this." And I don't think the movie is as good as that, but mm-hmm. um, but I got
2: I felt similar vibes with the score of this movie.
0: Okay, that's just me.
2: Yeah. So that's pretty much the movie. Yeah, I heard the guy who made the score. This was his first score for a
1: major movie. Yeah, he was working really? at like a video rental store when yeah. they asked him to really? do this. I didn't yeah. know any of that, and wow. he like went to hotel room and then just like. Didn't leave until he had it. He He had done music for some
2: a couple short films, and they're like, "That's good. You want to do a real movie?" And they were like, "Why do we hire this guy? Like, what are we thinking?" And then he like nailed it. Yeah, he Hmm.
1: killed it. I love that. I think that's great. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that. I mean, I think that sums it up. Yeah, Stargate, nineteen ninety four, classic movie, a film that they didn't think it was going to do very well, and it made a shitload of money. I think Kurt Russell even went on saying that, like, he kept turning down the script, saying, "I'm not doing this movie." Yeah. Uh. Kurt Russell turned down the movie. James Spader turned down the
2: movie. The guy who played the villain quit acting afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only reason James
1: Spader and Kurt Russell did it was because they offered them too much money to say no. They couldn't turn it down. And then it turns out they sent Kurt Russell the first draft of the movie and not even the final draft. So he was like, this makes no fucking sense. Oh, by so the way, the, the
2: bad guy didn't want to do the movie either. Yes. And he's he like,
1: I'm not going to do this movie, uh,
2: So, but I don't want to be rude and say no because it's my second movie offer. So I'm just going to ask for so much money that they don't hire me. Uh, and they gave him what he asked for. So I'm sorry, who was that? that, that? Jay Davidson, oh, the guy who oh, okay. quit acting. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. oh, I didn't. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so nobody wanted to be in this movie, but they got paid too much to say no. But because this movie, again, I mean, how many other movies and TV shows are made because of it? A lot. Stargate is like a well-known thing still. And I, you know, it's just this one movie started all of it. They, so. they did like
0: a prequel web series like three years ago. Really? Yeah, or maybe like 2018, I think. Yeah. Um, it was a prequel web series. So there's, there's. They should there's do a sequel things.
1: now, where James Spader does come back to Earth with that girl. Now and yeah. it's like we have to fucking talk. Some shit just happened with Raw too.
0: Yeah. Now this on this planet they call me Red Reddington. <laughs>
1: Red Raw. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyways,
1: all right. <laughs> all right. That's the movie. Um Popcorn Shakers. Loved this movie as a kid. As an adult, I see a lot of plot holes, but I'm still looking at it a little bit through those little kid goggles. You know. I'm gonna give it three shakers. I uh I almost give it four to be real, but there's too many plot holes for me to do that. So three shakers and uh, I still love this movie a little bit. Cool. I'm going to give it two
2: shakers. Starts off pretty good, but eh, it gets kind of boring in the middle mm-hmm. for me.
0: Um, I think this movie has a great sci-fi concept, and that gets the imagination going, but it, in my opinion, does the bare minimum with it. That's kind of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some exciting stuff. If I had seen it as a kid, I think I probably would have thought it rolled, mm-hmm. but um, but I didn't. So I'm gonna yeah two. I agree with Derek. But I'm gonna sit at a two. Fair enough. And a two. I'm giving. I'm elevating that to, because of, I like the concept. Sure. But I I don't know if I want to watch it again. But the the concept is good.
1: Okay. Well, I think, Derek, you have the next pick.
2: Next week, we are going to be watching a movie that's going to wash the taste of Stargate right out of the mouth. We're going to be delving into the world of the occult. We're going to be talking about black magic, witches, things from beyond the grave. Mm. We're going to be... I hope you have a clean set of underwear because you're going to be shitting your pants multiple times when we review the Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman film Practical Magic.
1: Oh my God. Hold on Shit. to your butts.